Hi, I'm Chelsea, and I have rheumatoid arthritis. After being diagnosed in 2020, I made it my mission to learn everything I can about different chronic conditions. I didn't want to just read about them, though. I wanted to hear firsthand experiences. So I started this show to educate myself and to raise awareness. Welcome to My Immune System Hates Me. Jen was diagnosed with juvenile rheumatoid arthritis when she was only a year old. As a kid, she was in and out of doctor's offices every week, on heavy medications, and even in casts at some points. Today, she's learned from her experiences and is eager to share her story and advice to those who need to hear it. Here's Jen. Hi, Jen. Welcome to My Immune System Hates Me. How are you? Good. Thank you for having me. Good. I'm glad to have you. Um, Before we dive into your medical history, why don't you tell us a bit about yourself? Okay. I'm 37. I'm married. I have three children. Um, My children are seven, my daughter, and my two sons are nine and 11. And um, born and raised in San Diego, California. And yeah, that's a little bit about me. Excellent. Okay. I have rheumatoid arthritis. I've spoken to many people with rheumatoid arthritis. You have juvenile rheumatoid arthritis. So I'm excited to hear kind of how your experience is different from most, because I'm sure it's not the same. I'm sure as a baby, you get treated a little bit differently. Tell us about your experience with it. Well, I was diagnosed when I was a year old. So one morning I woke up with this swollen ankle and my parents thought I got it caught in the crib. So just to be safe, they took me to the doctor's. And I'm not sure how long from when they took me to when they told them, but it seemed quick, like it was a quick process. And they just said, she has juvenile rheumatoid arthritis. And my parents were like, what? And so they were, that's kind of how I got diagnosed. And they were really surprised. And I do have three brothers who are just completely fine and everything. Mm-hmm. So I'm just a one. And it was just a swollen ankle and, and they got it from there? Yeah, I know. I've heard a lot of people have long drawn out diagnoses, but like mine was just a swollen ankle. This is the story my, my mom has told me. And so, um, yeah, it's just one ankle. I woke up, went to the hospital. They checked me out and said she has juvenile arthritis. And that was my diagnosis. Wow. That's wild that it was able to be done that quickly. I know. I don't know. When you're older, they're like, oh, well, you know, you need to lose weight or you need to exercise where they, they have more things to blame it on when you're a kid. It's yeah. like, well, actually it's, it's kind of a, you know, a narrow yeah. field that you can choose from. Yeah. So what did they do to treat you? Obviously I'm sure they don't like put you on methotrexate and send you on your way. <laughs> Not right away. No, I was on other medications. A lot of them were like, like liquid. It would just squirt my mouth. Like I was on a, oh, a Pediapred and a Naprosyn. And um, those are the two I started on. And then um, I eventually did. I was on, check I was on Plaquenil as I got older. I was on something called Gold when I was really young, which I don't think most people have ever heard of. But that's just when I was younger. And then as I got older, I was on a Humira, Embrol. Um, biologics, infusions, mm. self-injecting, which I hated those with the passion, <sighs> wouldn't do them very well, but <laughs> they shouldn't put me in charge of that. <laughs> so you've tried it all. <laughs> I've tried a lot. Yeah, I've done a lot. I assume like the, the ones you were saying that they would give you as a kid that were like liquids, they were probably a bit more mild. When did they start transitioning you to like the Plaquenils and the methotrexates? 
I was on Plaquenil methotrexate like when I was like eight, probably at least wow. eight years old. And I've done every form of methotrexate. I've done like the shot in my butt. I've done the pills. I've even done where they suck it through the syringe and squirt it in your mouth. Also very horrible. Oh, I didn't have no. a, I had a really bad reaction to that one though. Like I would just want to throw up right after. I don't Wait, know. Wait, hold, hold, so hold on. They had a syringe of methotrexate and they just squirted it in your mouth? Like yep. you drank it. Just, you just drank it. Yeah. It was so awful. That's not the same stuff that they would have like stuck in your butt though, right? It's a different I formula. Did. It was the same thing. It was <gasps> yellow. It was clear. No. It was awful. <laughs> Every version I've had of that one. I have never heard of that. They just made you drink it. <gasps> It was bad. Oh no. Yeah. Of course you're going to vomit. I feel like people vomit with like the pill, but the straight liquid. Oh my gosh. Okay. (laughs) So it was bad when they started like kind of giving you the heavier stuff when you were eight, was it because the arthritis had kind of gotten out of control or, or was it ever in control as a child? When I was a child, it was really hard to control. I've had so many things. Like I was hospitalized two times. I was serial casted twice. Also, I have been to physical therapy like my whole life. When I was a kid, I went twice a week in the mornings, like during school and like after school, I would go sometimes they would take my blood every single week. So when I was younger, it was super bad. Like my knees were huge. I would crawl on my knees because other things hurt. I would um, be in school and like some of the medication would just make me sleepy. So I just fall asleep on people. Aww. It was pretty sad, but. What, what yeah. is a serial cast? Oh, I know. People ask that. Like serial. So every three days. So my knees started bending and not going straight. And they're like, well, she can't walk like this. So we have to do uh. something. So they would, they would bring me into the hospital and I would get a cast all the way up to my thighs, both legs. And I'd come back three days and they would take it off and they would push it straighter, cast it, come back. They would take it off. They'd push it straighter, cast it. So cereal, like over and over and over for like Whoa. a couple months until they were, then they were fused. My knees were purposely fused straight. Uh-huh. And the only reason they, they bent a little bit was accidents. I was playing volleyball. Me and my brother both went for the ball and he nudged it. It hurt, but like I was able to bend it a little. And so then most of my life, I haven't had full range in my knees at all. Wow. And is that because the inflammation has caused damage or just because the joint just locked itself up? Like when you say fused, I know there's surgeries to fuse joints. Is that what you mean? Or no, it wasn't, it wasn't surgery. It was just the casting and they stayed straight. And so yeah, the bone and joint just fused itself together. Yeah. And so then they were straight for most of my, most of my life. And how are they now? Are they still jammed? They are fake and it's wonderful. <laughs> you said they're fake? Yeah, I had to replace both of them. Really? Okay. One of the best decisions I've made though. That's like a long recovery though, isn't it? It, it was, yeah. But I was like 32 when I had my first one done and I had, I ended up having no joint left in my right knee and it <sighs> would start, it would just start buckling. And I didn't want to like fall or go up a curb or down a curb and break something else. Mm-hmm. So I finally went to the doctor and they're like, oh, let's replace them. You're super young, but let's do it. <laughs> There's no joint left. Yeah. But it's been really great since like for my knees now. Wow. I've never not had pain in my knees. And like for me to not have pain, it's just, it's crazy. I'm super thankful. That's incredible. Have you had similar issues with other joints or has your knees been like the number one target? So most of my joints have been affected. The ones that are pretty good are still my hips and it's 
it does what it wants. You know what I mean? I, I don't have tons of control. So, and my mm-hmm. hips are pretty good. Um, but like, I don't have full motion in my ankles or my wrists. Mm-hmm. And like, even so, like a lot of people say arthritis is like a silent, people can't see it, but you can see Like I walk a little different and I always have. And like my wrist looks different. Like mm. it moved, you know, and that's not, that's not everyone's future at all. That's just happened to be yeah. mine. And it's happened when I was younger. So like I deal with that mm-hmm. which isn't, it's more so a lot of times it's more so me getting over it for myself. Yeah. I catch her people, people look at me for that. And like, you know what I mean? Right. And even when I was younger, like that was hard in school and stuff. Mm-hmm. No kidding. Kids can be cruel. <laughs> oh yes. That's what I say. Well, kids can be so mean. Ugh. Yeah. I know growing up, I kind of always thought maybe it was a myth, but maybe it is true that like your bones harden when you get to a certain age but before that they're a little more soft mm-hmm. do you think that's why you had so much damage done because your your bones and your joints hadn't like fully developed yet and so the RA was able to get in there early yeah I I think a lot of times when I was younger my arthritis was like really bad and it was attacking a lot and I've had splints on my legs I've had splints mm. on my wrists you know to sleep in and stuff which are all horrible and uncomfortable and I'd wake up and throw them in the middle of the night <laughs> but yeah um just to yeah they would do that just to prevent it because it was my like my wrist would start to move a little and they're like well we got to stop that but um when I was younger I just think it was so bad and a lot of it is like I think so much of it is your mind how strong your mind is and I do think I had a strong mind as a child and even stronger as an adult but like I really think like that you just, you know, the uh, things you speak and things you believe and like, you know, you can do so much based on that alone. And when you're a kid, like a lot of it, like, I think a lot of my arthritis, it just happened to me. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I just had to bear it and deal with it mm-hmm. and use medications and therapy and whatever my parents helped me did and stuff like that. But older, I feel like it's different now that I'm older. Yeah. Like, I feel like I have more control. Like I have more strength in my mind and if you have a strong mind you have strong body strong spirit strong you know what I mean right so being older I feel like I have more control yeah I feel like when it starts as a kid you don't really know any different but you see that you're the only one Mm -hmm. it's hard to like look and see kind of compare yourself to anyone else because you're like this is all I've known but like you guys have no idea (laughs) yeah whereas like when you're an adult you can like look up other things and you can mm-hmm. be able to make those kinds of choices on your own because you're a grown up now. Yeah, exactly. As a kid, I can't even imagine how difficult that must have been to like see the other kids and be like, yeah, I have these casts on my leg. What? <laughs> <laughs> it was, it was hard. Like I always yeah. say I was a loser in school and people are like, no, you weren't. I was like, you weren't, you weren't there, but, um, <laughs> and that's just life. You know what I mean? So yeah, it, it was hard, but I got through it and I do think it made me stronger, you know? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it must have. You, you've overcome so much from such a young age that I'm sure you're, you're like just so resilient and strong now. Yeah. Do you think because all your life since before you can remember you've been in pain, do you think your pain tolerance is different than others? Like, do you think if you were like hit by a bus, you'd be like, yeah, that's fine. Like, <laughs> I walk feel it like, off, walk it off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll be fine. <laughs> do you think that, or are you still like, no paper cuts hurt? <laughs> no, I do. I have a huge pain tolerance. And yes, of course, that's because when you tolerate pain your entire life, but I have noticed like if it's like arthritis pain, like I feel like I'm stronger with it, but if it's like 
oh, I'm sore because I did something. Like I'll, mm. I'll mention it more. I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm so sore. But if it's like an arthritis issue, I'm like, I'm good. Just keep going. That's, I'm good. That's you old know? news. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This like, paper yeah, cut is so new. So <laughs> <laughs> this hurts. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. So what kind of, okay. So you said you've tried every medication. What are you on mm-hmm. now? Are you on anything or have you given up on the meds? No, I appreciate that the meds are an option, but probably like, 10 years ago, I kind of started looking into other options besides like just pharmaceuticals and, you know, infusions and stuff. And I'm thankful that they're there. And if I need them, I'll take them. But I just wanted to like take more charge of my health instead of, you know, just doing this drug and this drug. And I've seen people who take drugs for many years and like slowly it does something to your body. You know what I mean? And it is what it is. It's also, like I said, it's also a blessing. So I'm not against it. And I think everyone Mm -hmm. has their own journey. So whatever works for you works for you. I'm not going to say anything, you know? Um, so I do try to control it more with my diet. The only thing I take is Celebrex. It's literally all I take. And then I, I do try to eat gluten-free and dairy-free just because they are high inflammatory markers. Like it just sets it off. Mm-hmm. So I try that. And then I definitely go to the gym. I'm a big fan of the gym and moving your body because if you mm-hmm. don't use it, you lose it. So <laughs> <laughs> that's so true for us though, right? You know what I mean? It is. Yeah. Like one day you have the motion, next thing you know, it's gone. <laughs> A hundred percent. If on my days off, I sometimes feel worse because I've been like sitting in my couch all day. It is like, you know, don't overdo it. But like that movement does help for sure. Yeah. I'm always like, just move your body, whatever you can do. Right. JRA and RA. Mm -hmm. The only difference in the title is juvenile. Mm -hmm. As far as you know, is that the only difference in the disease is that you're diagnosed and, and the disease came out as a kid or does it work differently in your body? Like, do you still call it JRA or do you now call it RA? Do you graduate out of it? (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I had the same question. I turned 18 and I was like, do I lose the J or like what's happening now? You know? Yeah. <laughs> and so I asked the doctors and they're like, no, it's still JRA because it tells other doctors or people that it was, it started as a juvenile. You knew a child as opposed to okay. after 18 or an adult. So I keep the J, mm-hmm. but I mean, I feel like I can throw out either one. Like I have arthritis diagnosed as a year old, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, but yeah, you keep the J just so they know. Yeah. The disease is the same. It's more about like, this is how long I've had it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a grown up yeah. now and I had yeah. it when I was a yeah. kid. <laughs> exactly. Take note of that. Cause that's important <laughs> to know. That. This is 36 years so far. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So h- how are you today now that you have a diet that is mm-hmm. reducing inflammation and you exercise mm-hmm. and you take your Celebrex, how do you feel? Are you still in daily pain? Like what, how are you today? I feel pretty good. I mean, I feel like at the same time though, which I don't think a lot of people understand the, the pain aspect of it. I don't even think I've honored my own pain in it, but that would be something I have to sit myself with. Um, <laughs> but like I, you have it for so long that you do just get used to it. Yeah. So like you have it every, I have, I have pain every day. It's just whether I acknowledge it, mm. it's not like enough to like stop me and I won't ever let it stop me. Like that was my mindset as a young child like it will never stop me and I would always say I can do anything I just might look different doing it yeah and I would people would say oh you can't do this or that and I would be like watch me and I'd go and I would I would do it Mm -hmm. so yeah I do have pain every day but it's not like unbearable because I control it with food and the celebrex and exercise and like mindset stuff so yeah I have it every day and it's just I just don't let it overtake me for sure. I don't let it overtake me. Yeah. And if there's something I feel like I can't do, well, that becomes a goal. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I just turn it around. So 
for me, I was obviously diagnosed as an adult. I'd already like started a career mm-hmm. in like theater and dancing and it's a physical activity. So when I was diagnosed, I started being like, Ooh, do I need to change career plans? Blah, blah, blah. As a child, since this is, you've known your whole life that you're going to have RA or JRA. Do you think it changed your trajectory? Like, do you think you know, where you were like, well, I can't be a professional football player because my <laughs> knees can't hang on. Like, do you think it kind of X'd out some of those possibilities for you as a kid where you like, no, I can only do jobs that mm-hmm. are not going to require too much of my body. Yeah. Honestly, if I could play in professional sports, it would be football. <laughs> but even <laughs> if I was, didn't have Jerry, I don't think I would do it. Now. Yeah. But if I could, that's what I'd pick. <laughs> Yeah, it was hard. And I did have jobs. I'm actually not working right now. I'm kind of looking for some side work though. Mm -hmm. But I I had jobs and it was a lot of them were like, kind of hard on my body. Like I I would I would do it, but I would would say I'm going to pay for it. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? But I would just keep going. So it, it was hard and it is hard even now, like, because there's like, oh, you could be on disability or you could, you know what I mean? And then once you're on disability, boy, that's a, it's a, it's a good thing. And I'm thankful that it's, a, it's there, but also mm-hmm. like it kind of keeps you small to a degree, you know, mm-hmm. it's just, it's just hard. So it did. Yeah. Like I, you know, like my brothers could go and do anything they want, mm-hmm. but I would be like, well, no, I can't do that because then, you know, well, if it's a job where I have to stand for 40 hours, I'm going to pay for that. You know what I mean? And do I want to take that toll on my body and maybe lose like parts of my life or like things I enjoy because I'm just hurting my body more and more, Mm, you know what I mean? And sooner in life. And like, I got it so young, like I'm only 37, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Even now it's hard, but it it is difficult to, you know, like some people can just do anything, you know? Yeah. Like, I'm like, Oh man, I wish I was a guy. Cause I could get a construction job like that. You know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, give me the jackhammer. I got this. Yeah. 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 (laughs) No, it's true. You do think like if you do have a physical job it is like if I take this job it means I can't go for a hike on my day off or you know like it you do have to take from other places in order to accommodate that so it's a lot to think about when you're you know a kid and thinking about what am I going to do with my life yeah that's a lot to have to consider (laughs) it is do you have any advice for other sufferers that are listening I feel like I have a lot of advice, but (laughs) it would just, it would be in the form of like, oh, what are you going through? You know? Yeah. I mean, I would say anyone suffering with anything physical, like work on your mind, like your mindset, because like I said earlier, that is super powerful. Have goals, never let it stop you. Even if you look different or have to do things differently, don't ever put yourself in a box. Like you can do anything that you really want to, if that's something that you, you just go for and get it. I would like to be involved more with helping people, encouraging, mentoring either children or adults or adults with children because my parents, Mm -hmm. when I was a kid, you know what I mean? Like, I think that there's a good opportunity for like mentoring or just encouragement in that area. Mm -hmm. We're here talking about you when you were diagnosed as a one-year-old, but for you, like you weren't aware of the process. It was your parents trying to find the, like for, for that time, it was their story about their child that they're trying to figure out. So I'm sure anyone else out there, if they have a, a young child with JRA, they need someone to turn to. And I think that's so cool that you're, you would offer that if people did want to like take you up on that offer, where can they find you? Do you have like a, an Instagram or a Twitter? 
Uh, I have Instagram and Facebook. I will add your Instagram and your Facebook in the show notes. So if anyone wants to get in contact with you for, you know, any advice or mentorship, or if they just like think you're cool and want to get to know you, um, <laughs> they can get to you uh, that way. But uh, thank you so much for sharing your story. It's yeah. fascinating. And I, I'm just like picturing little baby Jen yeah. trying to like get through life. And it's <laughs> all right. Well, thank you so much, Jen. It was fabulous talking to you. Yeah, thank you. All right. Bye. Bye. Go give Jen a follow on Facebook and Instagram. Links to her social media are in the show notes. Don't forget to rate and review the show in your podcast app and follow me on Instagram and Facebook at My Immune System Pod. If you've got a chronic condition and would like to be a guest, you can fill out the form at MyImmuneSystemPod.com. While you're there, don't forget to check out that shop. And a quick disclaimer before I go, any information discussed in this podcast is strictly my opinion and those of my guests and are for informational purposes only. We are speaking from our personal experiences and you should always consult with your doctor or medical team. Bye.